Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Man, not even skipping a beat. I, 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 I cannot do this for six months and then come right back and have the intro. Real fast before I introduce Mr. Aaron into the episode here. Uh, NYNPshop.com. Summer merch has dropped. I've got a badass bucket hat on my head. Going to be copping me a pair. It's the last one, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Going to be copping me a pair of those summer shorts. And when I say shorts, I'm talking Larry Bird shorts. I'm glad which... you brought that up because i got to change something real quick on the website. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm glad you brought that those, up. That's a, that's a style, I'll be honest with you folks listening, that's a style that is absolutely coming back is the short shorts, kind of 1970s basketball. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing them right now. They come to, I mean, right above your knee, maybe – Two three inches above your knee. It's it's a it's a style, and I can say this because I'm one of the people that that does this. You white folks out there, show off your little glizzies that you call legs because <laughs> these are the shorts to do it. Show off your your pale glizzies. I'm gonna do it. Get me a pair of shorts. NYMPshop.com. Check it out. Aaron, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. I'm back mm-hmm. like I never left. Feel pretty good. You know, it's out here. Uh, I'm actually I'm glad you did that because. That's the last bucket hat, so... Take it off? No, I'm just going to put sold out on it. I'm also sold out of a lot of other stuff. I've made... Profit? So much money mm-hmm. off this. Actually, uh, I've been what waiting. A, How do I do this? What a rich... Or not rich. What do smart people do? Uh, what do smart people do? Mm-hmm. There's three things smart people do. What is that? In their business, they don't bring in politics. They don't, yep. they don't talk negatively about other companies or other people on their platform. Yep. They don't talk about their money. That is true. <laughs> That's very true. Make this thing say sell um, I've been listening to the podcast. I've, I've, I've been listening. And it, it makes me, like, when I see different guys, I'm not trying to boost my own ego or say, oh, this person's not very good or this person's great or whatever. I'm just saying from a base value, different guests that you have on, different people that you have on, you can tell within the first – 20 seconds yeah if a person is mic friendly or not mic friendly yeah if that makes sense and like like right now i'm i don't know if you can tell i've been sick i've had strep my voice was gone for a week i'm just now kind of getting it back but i think you can really tell people that are comfortable in front of a mic or in front of a camera and people that aren't and you either have it or you don't if that makes sense it's not a developed trait you either have it or you don't now you get better over time and you get worse over time like i'm substantially worse at this than I was a couple of years ago because we did it all the time. Yeah. But I, I, I have seen, and I, I'm not going to name anybody, but I have seen a you know, handful of guests here and there that it's like, this person is not comfortable in front of this mic. Yeah, 100%. And I'm, I'm not really sure. And I, I've seen guests on like like big, big, big podcasts like Impulsive and Joe Rogan and just these bigger podcasts that, I mean, even the Elk Boys, they'll, they'll, they'll have a guest here and there. And you can tell. This is just not a person that is camera mic savvy. That the camera and the mic does not do them justice because it's just not their personality. And um, I, I said the Nelk Boys. An example of what I was talking about, like a person that's just built for it. Mark Cuban, the, the Nelk Boys had Mark Cuban on their podcast a while back. That dude just, that dude just kills it. Very well spoken, very intelligent, just very smart. Yeah, but um. One of the things that I wanted to, we already talked briefly on the phone today about it, but one of the topics I wanted to talk about, and then I'll hand it over to you about your topic that we were talking about on the phone as well about, um, the world of golf. 
World of golf. PGA and live. I know, especially where we live, a lot. There's not like huge golf. Like, I mean, there is. There's but. not even a. Do you know Sherman? Only, we only have one golf course now. Stone Creek. That's it. Um, Woodlawn closed indefinitely. Years ago. Grayson closed years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was it. We had Grayson. If you want to count, no, you can't really count that out at the Lake Rock Creek, but that's way out there. That's so. impossible. Oh, I'm. Um, I guess you want to count the Grayson area, Pottsboro's. I'm. Um, what's it called? The country club out there that everyone goes to play it's in at. Pottsboro. I forgot. Why do I not know it's the name Pottsboro, of it? Though. Why do I not? That's upsetting. I feel well, like I should know the name of that. Golf, in 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 my opinion, from what I just listened to different people, I listened to I listened to John Middlecoff. He's got a podcast called Go Low. It's just a golf podcast, and um, it seems to me that a lot of your golf fans are going to live near Glendale. They're going to live Arizona, New Mexico, basically the Southwest. They're going to live. They're basically going to live L.A., Sacramento, and then east from that. So basically, the middle of the country, cut the country in half, and then also cut that in half and take that left bottom corner. That's where your golf fans are. For the most part. Obviously, there's people all over the place, but a majority of your golf lands are in that southwest area. Mm-hmm. Arizona, New Mexico, sus- kind of southern California. It's all the places that have the best golf v- courses. Best golf courses. Yeah. So, any coastal city, because all of the mm-hmm. best golf courses, any yeah. coastal city. Yeah, kind of east as well, yeah. The east uh, coast. You know, up in the Hamptons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Florida's really popular. With, Florida is very popular. Um, <laughs> Branson, Missouri, super popular. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, Tiger's golf course out there. Weird. But uh, have you seen it? Mm-mm. There's a he has a whole. It's one of the best golf courses I've I've never been. Obviously, I've watched people play it on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, his golf course. I forgot the name of it. I think it's called like Big Tig or something like that. But obviously, golf course is 18 holes. That golf course is an 18 hole golf course, a nine hole uh, par three course, That's and he has something idea. called it's like the infamous 19th hole. And it's deep down in this like canyon, like off the like a mile away from the golf course that you drive the golf cart out golf cart out to. It's an island green mm. on a walk on yeah, a I'm done. on a waterfall. Yeah, I'm done. Into a like a so you drive up, you take a bridge to the tee box, which is an island tee box. Hit it into this waterfall or over this waterfall, onto an island green in the middle of this like pond slash lake where this waterfall goes into. It's a crazy. I want to play there. How many shots does it take for you to get on that green? Don't say one. <laughs> I don't know how big it is. It, I'll say this. Matter how big I'll it say is. this. I'll say this. When I went to Destin a couple years ago and I played at the other Tiger Woods golf course in Destin at um, Regatta Bay, holes, I will never forget this. Hole one through nine played great. I had to. I thrive under pressure. <laughs> because when you, I showed up, uh, obviously, uh, I was on vacation with like my dad and his like his family. It'd be my family too, but you got you know, throw right. off. Um, but so my dad dropped me off. Dude pulls up. He comes outside and he was like, "You have a tea time?" And I'm like, yeah, it's at nine a.m. I got there like eight thirty. And he goes, "All right, uh, just go in the clubhouse real quick. He'll give you the rundown and give you your, you know your pencil on you know all the stuff or whatever." He goes, "Your golf cart, uh, your golf clubs in the back." I was like, "Yeah, my clubs and my cleats are in the in the, in the back." <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'll grab them for you. And I was like, no, I got it. It's cool. He's like, no, 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 I got it. So he, he, I go inside, and uh, dude opens the, the the hatch, grabs my clubs. I go inside. I pay. 
this was with the discount. So where we were staying at, we get a discount at the golf course. Mm. With the discount, my fee to play that was $250. Jesus Christ. That was with the discount. And the Jesus discount was like 70%. Oh, my God. So like a $500 course. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so got that. Um, That's another story. They, um, But they had like the, the clubhouse looked like a mansion. It was huge. It had golf clubs from Arnold Palmer and stuff like that in there, just like his memorabilia. Um, this is in Destin? Yeah. Um, so did that. Went back outside, uh, told my dad to come pick me up at to however yeah, many hours later. Like, I think my tea time was, like, at 9, so I figured around 12 I'd be done. Yeah, um, hour and a half front and back. He goes, all right, yeah, so I'm, uh, you got about 20 minutes left. Uh, if you hop in the golf cart, I'll, I'll show you around. He, he, I followed him, and he um, was like, here's the, the driving range. You get a pyramid of balls just, to, just for free to hit. Um, I hope so. Yeah, and uh, you he goes right over there. Five hundred dollars for right over course. there is the uh, the chipping and putting green. And I was like, all right, cool. And he goes, uh, Dave will be out here in a minute to to talk Dave. to you. And I was like, all right, who's From that? Alvin the all right. <laughs> My so, name is Earl. Shows up. Hey, I didn't go up, to man? the I didn't go to the driving range. Um, so I just went to the chipping and putting green. Hmm. Put a ball down, chipped it off the off the edge, went bucket. straight in bucket. And I was this like, be a good day. It's gonna be a good day today. Dave comes over. It's this like seventy-five-year-old white man yep. in a regatta bay polo, tucked into his black slacks, yep. his black Nike golf cleats. Yep. Uh, he pulls up on this golf cart that has balls, tees, water, Gatorade, just a bunch of stuff. White privilege. And uh, he was like, "All right, uh, Mr. Cross." And I was like, "Yeah, that's me." And he was like, "How you doing?" And I was like, oh, "You know, we just talk for a minute." Yeah. And he goes, uh, "The guys in front of you—they're a foursome." Do you want to? They asked if you wanted to play ahead of him, and I was like, "I hate that." No. So I walked over to him, and he was, like, you know, I introduced myself. They're really cool guys, a bunch of old dudes. Yeah. And uh, they're like, "Yeah, go ahead and play." We're waiting on one more. He just decided to tag along, and I was like, "All right, cool." So I played. First hole, Dave is sitting right there next to me. He goes, uh, "How far do you normally hit it off the tee?" I went. Uh, depends on the day, really. You said, uh, yeah, two ten. I can. I, nah. <laughs> I was like, because mind you, this was the that summer. I played a lot of golf, yeah. so I was like in the swing. You're of in things. the best you've ever been. Um, so I was like, average two seventy five, three three twenty in yeah. between that wind blowing three twenty. Yeah, and uh, he was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go driver here. I would go, I would go hybrid. And I was like, my hybrid's terrible. Put you on the green, didn't he? And he goes, uh, you have a five iron, and I went, yeah. He goes, you good with it? Yeah, he goes, I'd go five iron then off of short tee. I live with you. And I was like, all right, cool. So, uh, mind, yeah, these chairs. Yeah, I'm about to break this chair. And that's okay. Remember me, you and Hayden put them, to, put them together. Yeah, that's why I'm worried. <laughs> the so middle, The middle thing came out, but I put it back together. Uh, <coughs> I hit it, uh, went fairly straight. It, it it sliced a little bit to the right, but he was like, eh, it's no big deal. The It's a dog leg right anyway. Mm. So, like, all right, cool. He follows me. And he asked for my club after I hit it. He was my caddy for the day. Oh, wow. And you didn't know that Dave, this old man, was your caddy? No, not until the not until after the first hole. Oh, wow. And um, we get up to the second hole. There's a guy on that Are on that tee box. No, so we're waiting. Box. And he turns to look. And him and his cat, like, they're talking. And he turns to look. And he goes, Y'all wanna, you want to play? And I was like. <sighs> and I thought about it. And he goes, one second, let me hit real quick. And he hit it and, like, shanked it off to the right. And I was like, I can beat this guy. Yeah, yeah, I'll play. So he hustled you. No, actually, I didn't. <laughs> he Jack Harlowed you. I scorched his cheeks. <laughs> he Jack Harlowed so, you. So second hole, it's like a par four. 
It's a long par. It's like 530-yard par 4. It's ridiculously long. We play that hole. We get we play a couple of holes. He beats me a couple. I beat him a couple. We get to hole 9. And he goes, you playing 18 or you playing 9? And I was like, I got 18. He goes, yeah, me too. Let's just, let's just finish it out. And I was like, all right, cool. We get to hole 11. Hole 11, it looks fairly easy. It has like this, it's very flat, but you can tell there's a giant dot, like dip off towards towards the green area, and I didn't know what that was about. We get up there, there's a bunker. Underneath on the other side. Oh my god, the wall was like 12 feet high. Yeah, you're never getting out of it. I was like, if I hit it away from there, I'll be happy. Dude hit it in there, he spent 30 minutes getting his ball out. Yeah, he's never getting out of there. Go on to the next hole, hole 13. We drive to it. There's a, it's a pond, got a park, we walked over a bridge, onto, onto the tee onto the box. I don't like this holes. Looked out, one giant green with two bunkers on the front and back, so four bunkers. Water everywhere. It looks mm-hmm. like hole 16 at, at the Phoenix Open. That's what I was going to say. Not, it's the, it's, not it's the, the Phoenix uh, Open, uh, but... Um, uh, Phoenix opens. That's the one that Tiger hit the hole. What's well, hole eighteen? Where it's the island? In. No, 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 no. You're talking. About, we're talking about the same course. Yeah, hole eighteen's yeah. the got the stands. It's Scotts, it's, in Scottsdale. It's Scottsdale. It's Scottsdale sixteen, right? That's the island. Yeah. yeah, and it looked just like that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. no. TPC Scottsdale. Luckily, coming in. dude that was playing with me, he beat me on the last hole, so he gets to hit mm-hmm. first. Right in the water. Hits a seven. It's only like it's a par three. It's only like 150 yards, which for me is about a pitching wedge, maybe like a 52. He takes like a six iron. Leaves it short, falls into the water. Takes a seven iron. It's like okay, I'll put a little bit more onto it and try to kill it. He gets it, but it lands in the the far bunker. I'm like, all right, cool. I got two shots. Get on. First one, I was like, well, he hit it short with a six, so maybe I should go up a club. Yeah. So I went six because our sixes are gonna hit different. Yeah. I went six. I murdered this thing. Flew twenty yards past, twenty yards over this thing. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm going to go pitching wedge. Okay. I can get it there. It's, it'll go high. If it lands on the green, it'll stop. Yeah, it'll sit. Five feet away from the hole. Ooh. Five feet away from the hole. With your hazard, you're putting for what? Bogey? Yeah. Wow. So, That's not bad. I was like, and He I'd, took probably three shots to get yeah. anywhere close. I was like, I'll take that. Nice. So you beat this dude? Yeah, I beat the dude. Uh, Caddy was like. Did y'all, pay, did y'all play for money? Nah, no, no, okay, I don't want to play for money. I would have played for money. I, I would have played that guy mm-hmm. for money, like five dollars a hole. I would have done that. Well, I would have done that, especially knowing that I was going to beat him. I would have done that. Great line for you. Under pressure, it's off. It's off the movie. Whiteman can't jump. Have you seen that? The new one. It's. How do I say this nicely? It's it's a guilty pleasure. It's not good at yeah, all. Yeah, I the acting's terrible. The story's not great. It's a basketball movie. I enjoy, I enjoyed it as a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah. Jack Harlow, the very beginning, he says to this he says to the guy that becomes his his Sidney Dean, um, he says, uh, um, under pressure, nobody rises. You're not going to rise. You, you you won't rise to the occasion. Yeah. You settle to the level of your training. Yeah. Obviously, your level of training was more adequate than this other guy. Yeah. I will say a couple of the holes he um, played well. He uh, you would have thought he just. Uh, Tiger's body, the Tiger's soul and skill transferred into this guy's body for a couple of holes. I've never seen it. He was hitting shots. I was like, this is 
by hit like distance a, or like he had shaping shots. Like Ooh. he hit like a stinger off of like off a short tee and it rose. Mm-mm. Had a nice little front spin on it. Rolled probably another sixty yards. I hit the ball and hope it goes straight. Yeah, I aim for what I'm aiming at and hope it goes straight. No, what what, what I wanted to talk to you about was the um, kind of the golf thing. What I was talking about early was that like your your casual golf fans. Me, I'm a very casual golf fan. Yep. I know some golfers. If I see a tournament on TV, I'll look over there for ten minutes, watch it, look at the leaderboards, go on the ESPN app, look at the leaderboards. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm aware of the Live Golf Tournament and kind of what the actual PGA Tour and what Liv was having lawsuits, litigations, all this stuff. And Roy McIlroy, which I at no point did I disagree with Roy McIlroy, yeah. went up and talked about how that these golfers, Phil, Brooks yep. Kepka, what uh, Dustin Johnson went too, didn't Dustin he? Johnson, Dustin, yeah. he didn't name him by name, but he said the golfers that went with Liv, to me, they've sold out. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. If somebody sat right here right now and said, hey, Kyler, Colin Coward, he got – offered a six-figure check all we need you to do is show up at two tournaments and talk to people introduce yourself maybe play around just to play we'll yeah. cover everything and then we need you to read a sponsor for us for i think it was like three months and he said no i can't tell you that i would do that yeah i'm not gonna say oh you sold out all these people saw because if somebody dropped a million dollars in front of you and said hey aaron all we need you to do for the next calendar year is read this live golf tournament sponsorship you yeah. would do it yeah i would do it so the moral high ground we we're talking on the phone the moral high yeah. ground if you sold out i mean come on what what makes the world go around money what i mean it's selfish but what makes the world go around money and i don't yeah. like I, and i've done this i don't like telling other people or judging other people based off their financial decisions yeah. if you decide to do that that's your moral character that has been affected by money and that's fine you do what you want to do but Rory kind of talked about how these guys sold out, and then Live Golf pretty much bought the PGA Tour, right? They pretty they're much coming, bought them out. They're coming to a. <laughs> they're merging. Of, yeah, they're merging. Yeah, that it's Live yeah. bought them out. So, which is good because now you'll have Rory, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, and but all in one tournament, and it's not going to be like we talked on the phone where Brooks Kepka would. I'll play five tournaments this year, six yeah. tournaments this year. No, you're not, Brooks, because you're going to get paid so much money. He'll play two to three. You'll play a month. two a, two a month, three a month. Like I was telling you on the phone, you'll he'll he'll be in a tournament once every week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, and he'll make a lot of money. And Rory said, Rory said after the fact that whenever the tour was bought by Live, whenever whenever the PGA Tour was bought by Live Golf, who is a Saudi Arabia backed company, he said that you know I, I I was against this. I have my beliefs. Um, he said if they want me to play, we're going to have to have a conversation, which. I was born at night. I wasn't born last night. That means money. Roy McIlroy saying that we have to talk about money. But he said, when I take a step back and I look, this is the best thing for golf. And he's right. Yeah. And he said, I have egg on my face. You know, I, you know it, it's his words. I have egg on my face, blah, 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 blah. When I take a step back, this is what's best for golf. And like I was telling you on the phone, this is what's best for golf because now you're going to have all these players all the time. Because yeah. when, when the money gets doubled, on your purses, on your prizes, more golfers are going to play. Yeah, they want to play more. They want to play more, and and the the what I said is the most the positive whatever. What I was telling you is there's no such thing as bad bad publicity. Yep. People think there is. There's good publicity. There's bad publicity. People either love you. People either hate you. You want people to love or hate this podcast because yep. that means they're talking about you. I think the king of that is Kanye West. Yeah. 
Kanye. You either love him, but you, there is no person that goes, I don't really have an opinion about Kanye. No, you no, do. Everyone has an opinion about Kanye. And if you love him, you're talking about him, you're listening to him, you're buying his records, you're buying his albums, you're buying his, his clothing line. If you don't like him, you're putting stuff on Facebook about how you don't like him, you're talking, talking about, about him. him, you're still talking about him. The worst thing to do is... Hey, do you like the NYMP? I don't really have an opinion yeah, about it. Being because run of the mill, yeah. You're nobody. You're nothing. You don't want to be the the how do I say this? You don't want to be the nobody, but everybody's a nobody. That, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's a nobody. The only thing that like money doesn't make us different. Yeah. The only thing that makes a difference is the thing pounding in your chest. Yep. <laughs> I've got I've got a lot of good fortune cookie <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, but but so live a Saudi Arabia company basically is now gonna be funding the PGA Tour and all that stuff, and they'll have more courses. It's a good thing. And the people like my dad, he's, oh, they're Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. And I used the, the United States government. I told my mm-hmm. dad, I said, dude, the U.S. government's been in bed with Saudi with, with Arabia. Saudi has Arabia. Some good golf courses over there. Yeah, they do. Well, and when you say Saudi Arabia, people, Americans, uninformed Americans, they're, a ter- they're terrorists. It's terrorists. No, we're talking about the richest country in the world in Abu Dhabi. That's yeah. what we're talking about. We're talking about the government. You're not talking about these radical groups that are not even involved with the government whatsoever, have nothing to do with them. They are radical extremists that are their own separate entities. They have nothing to do with the government. Yeah. That's everywhere. There, there's radical terrorist groups in America. Yeah. Like, there's radical terrorist groups in Mexico that traffic people. They're, they're all over the country. Europe. Everywhere. Yeah. So, the whole the whole country of Russia. <laughs> no, but but being, being seriously, like being serious, the United States government, our, our two biggest imports, China, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, Americans hate China's evil, which they're not great. Yeah. Think Saudi Arabia's evil. They're not great, but they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. Every time you go and you go you go to the gas station to pump gas in your car, yep. you are doing business with Saudi Arabia. Yep. So don't play this moral high ground, my dad, mm-hmm. other people <laughs> I know, of well, they're sold out to the Saudi Arabians. No, they didn't. <laughs> they sold out to a company that is very well off. That has multiple businesses. The comp- apparently this company owns multiple English Premier teams. They sense. bought them cheap, too. Yeah. How's the English Premier League doing? Never been better. Yeah. Money out the ass. So You know what, you know what other league's doing really well now? MLS. The MLS. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about that. We'll, 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 get, we'll get off golf. We'll player to that. ever touch a football pitch ever. Ever. Ronaldinho's on their team? No. <laughs> the Brazilian? No. Oh, Sorry. Messi. Is Ronaldinho top five in it anymore? Top two. <laughs> Is he? He's better than Pele. Better than Messi. He's not better than oh, Messi. Oh, yes, absolutely. Better than he's Ronaldo. Not, he's not better than Messi. When we get done here. Messi has every Messi has get, every single You draw balls. When we get done, I no, no, to, you pull up like, you pull up awards to, and records and stuff. Exactly. You, no, you draw balls. R- Ronaldinho's never outscored a whole franchise. You draw balls. Because Did you know that? In two thousand and twelve, Lionel Messi scored ninety one goals by himself. The next closest thing yeah, we've talked about this. was 82, and that was the team mm-hmm. of Real Madrid. <laughs> he also nasty. had more assists that season than the next team. That's some Wayne Gretzky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying when you when you eight, use your when you use your eyeballs, you it's Lionel Messi. You can make the thing about LeBron. Lionel, someone, oh, someone, oh, I forgot where I saw it. Someone made the argument that Lionel Messi might be the greatest male athlete of all time. Because maybe when you think about it, you can say Floyd Mayweather, Tiger. You can say Tiger. 
You can say Braun. You can, you can say uh, I Michael. Wouldn't, I you wouldn't can, put either of them in it. You can say sport. all these like you can you can yeah. So is soccer, but you can also yeah, but it's different. You can say all these crazy <sighs> athletes. You can say Tom Brady, but no. There's only a limited amount of people that play in those leagues. At any given time in the NBA, there's around 350 players in yeah. the in the league. Yeah. Same with baseball. That's and, not including G League overseas. Exactly. Yeah, there's people everywhere. In the, the top of the top, in the NBA, MLB, NFL, there's only a handful, less than 500 people in that league that can consider themselves the best of the best because they made an NFL roster, an NBA roster, whatever. There's thousands, thousands, and thousands of people in, in every country that play soccer, that, play a prof- that are at the top, of the top of the top in their certain league. Yeah. He's better than all of them. I don't disagree with you. He's better than, and he has been for a long time. Most, almost all of his life. So kind of. Now I'm gonna say at that. At five six, Tom Cruise size. Tom Cruise. I didn't know this. Did uh? Did you know that Lionel Messi's <laughs> grandmother had to write a personalized note to FC Barcelona to give him a chance to try out for that team because every other team turned him down because of his size. Thank God his grandmother did that. Oh my gosh. And now he's in Miami. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog, and I can attest to that. Now he's I'm a in, short king, too. Now he's in the United States, which is the right a, move on his part. A three-year, would you say, $825 million? Something, Yeah, something ridiculous. He also gets a share of all Apple all, all Apple MLS sales, God. all product sales from the store, a uh, share of all Adidas sales from the store. Hold on. Let me stop you right there. When we were on the phone, I thought you said all Apple shares of the team. Like, Apple shares, like... Like he has revenue from the team, all Apple from the league. Yeah, so on Holy Apple on Apple crap. TV, you can choose your team. I thought you meant it was just their team, just no. Miami International's Apple sales. No, you can so you, on in, on the yeah. Apple TV or whatever you can choose to have buy basically a season pass, like NBA season yeah. pass stuff like that. Yeah, he and gets you, shares. You you pick your region or whatever, yeah. and you pick your team. Yeah, I thought you meant just on Miami no. International. Oh my god, he's about to make so much money. <laughs> and so on top of all the money he's made already. Well, this this kind of ties back into the Saudi thing because a Saudi Arabian company offered him. You said two, two years, years a billion billion dollars. Which what I told you on the phone, three years, eight hundred twenty-five with all these extra things, you'll make more money. Yeah. And his wife, he says, wife didn't want to live in Saudi Arabia. No. Also, it's a. I think he, it's a smarter move anyway. He'll be his children. He has three America's boys. better has, for him. Yeah, he has three boys that are fairly young still. Yeah. They'll grow up in a place like Miami that's super cultured and different. You know, well, different parts of the world, and it's not too far away from. What he's been used to in Buenos Aires and Argentina, that whole like that Spanish culture is very heavy in, in Miami. Miami. Oh yeah. Well, and you also said on the phone when we talked that um, the great American soccer player that we all know here, David Beckham, he's not he's, even American. Yeah, I, I know he's not American, but I'm saying he when he's I, part I, owner I, yeah, of the International but, Miami, yeah. he pulled but that But when deal you off, say yeah. who were great American soccer players, the first name that comes up from every white person is David Beckham. Yeah. So when you say a great American, obviously he's not American. When you say yeah. great American soccer players. I said David Beckham because yeah. he plays career here, but yeah, he's he's a he's a minority owner of the team yeah. or whatever. He's the one that got that deal over. That'll here, be yeah. that'll help out Messi and his yeah. family as well because he can kind of integrate him into so, the culture and into the country. He's about to, yeah, he's gonna have a Let's show off. He's about to have a great. What's Co- the over? Colin Coward said something. He was like, Messi coming to international Miami is gonna be like LeBron, old LeBron going to the Lakers, and I couldn't disagree more. Because I get what he's saying. I get it because he's old. 
He's not, but he's not. LeBron's thirty eight in a league that's super super physical. That puts a lot of wear and tear on, on on his body because you have to play both ends of the court. Yeah, Messi Lino stops Messi, at midfield. He stops at midfield. He doesn't have to play too much defense. The only time half the World Cup he was standing around. Yeah, he didn't have to do anything. It's been like that his whole career, except for whenever he was younger and you have to sort of like show off. Yeah, but I score for the majority of his ninety percent of his career. He's been I center, you know, center guard, left guard. Ball comes to me. I'm going to show out. I'm going to dribble score. between 77 people, and then I'm going to score. Yeah, that's all. So he's in much in comparison. His body has a lot less wear and tear on he's it. He's also younger. He's also younger. Yeah. So I'm glad. I just hope that means he can uh, play in the 2026 World Cup because he it's here in America. He will. And I would love to see that. He will. They won't win. <laughs> They'd have to have the exact same team come back. While we're talking about soccer, Angel Di Maria retired, so yeah, he he's done. Back. He retired. Yeah, I know he retired. Done. I think he plays in Saudi. No, he plays in Saudi Arabia. He, they gave him a deal. I remember playing Sergio uh, Busquets from FC Barcelona, though. Back in Lionel Messi's day, he also plays for International Miami now. There was a they game, got him. There was a game. Uh, They're trying to get Luis Suarez. <laughs> Luis Suarez. I was about the biter. Yeah. There was a. Uh, oh God, uh, was it FIFA 06? Maybe. I think. And you could play with the international teams. And Di Maria was on uh, Argentina. On the time. Di Maria. Oh, my God. That dude was nasty. Number 11. I like him. Um, oh, crap. What was I going to say? It, um, mm, I don't remember. I haven't watched a lot of World Cups. I haven't, I haven't watched a lot. I started watching soccer in 2014. Honestly, the uh, and that was yeah because he made it to the he made it to the World Cup final that year and they lost to Germany. And then they in twenty eighteen in twenty eighteen they got beat in the group stage, uh, and everyone thought he was done. And then he came back in twenty. That was the greatest world because I watched every game this world this, this previous World Cup. World Cup. Yeah, I started watching soccer. You know why? Probably two thousand ten women's World Cup. Pedro. Oh yeah, Pedro was here. Yeah, Pedro was here. And so the women's World Cup is this year. Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah. It's in a couple months. It's in July. Mm-hmm. It's a, a month away. Yeah, it was really close. So but can't he, wait to see he who, got America me beat soccer. them again. <laughs> America. The women's world. The women's World Cup team is. That's what I was getting at. Is different. is Pedro got me started on soccer, and we we would listen to the the, the Corinthians, which yep. is his local in São Paulo in Brazil, his local soccer team. Yep. He listened to it on the radio. I don't know what the hell's happening because yep. it's in Portuguese, but he would explain. He's trying to translate it to me the whole time we're listening to it. So we we'd listen to soccer games, and he'd watch them on his on the computer and stuff. But um, the Women's World Cup, the women's United States national team, really is the reason that I started to really kind of so – I say really fall soccer, be a casual like I am yeah. with golf. I had no idea about soccer way – I played the game yeah. just because my friends had it. Yeah. But now it's like the women's the women's national team really is the reason because the men's national team with was a Michael Bradley, uh, Donovan. Um, Tim uh, Howard. Yeah, uh, Tim Howard. There's, I mean, Land, there, yeah, Landon Diamond. Landon Diamond. There were some good individual Clint players. Dempsey. They were not good at all. No, they made it to the semifinal that One that, year, that yeah. 2014 year, and they just weren't very good. They're just not. They've never really been that great. The greatest, but the women dominate. Who's a great American-born soccer player right now? That's uh, the dude for FC Dallas. What's the dude's name? Uh, um, he's nasty. He's a kid too. He's like nineteen twenty. He's been playing for two, three years. I can say no. I'd probably say um, what's his name? He plays for uh, Chelsea. Uh, Kristen Pulisic. 
Christian yeah. Pulisic, yeah. That, that's that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's he plays what I'm for talking Chelsea. About. He plays yeah. for Chelsea. He, but yeah. he, he's, 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 he's from America. Yeah. yeah, he was in the World Cup this last – yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's good. He's good. He's yeah. good. But uh, in comparison he's to young. other great soccer players – He's young, and he's like yeah, 20, he's 21. Um, in comparison to other great soccer players – you have a house phone? It just rings randomly. I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> Un- unplug it from the wall? Yeah, it, the batteries on it last forever. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> anyway um, – you wanted, um, you wanted to talk about uh, technology. Yeah, I've, before I even start about yeah, that, go ahead. Had, did, have you seen the, the new Apple Vision Pro thing? Uh, I got an ad for it. Good Lord, that thing is insane. I don't know anything about it, but I saw so, an ad for it. I have an Oculus, right? Mm-hmm. It's right over there. Mm-hmm. I bought it. I've played it five times. Um, I'll take it off your hands. <laughs> I like playing ping pong on it. It's sort of fun. <laughs> um, That's what they do at nursing homes. They get their Oculus was, wrists and play ping pong. So... WWDC was last week. What? It's so you know how every year Apple has their like Apple event where they show off like new, their new products. Sounds like whatever. a wrestling promo. <laughs> WWDC. Know, so in September, Apple always does their Apple event. Well, they do the phone. Yep. They do whatever the, they're going to. The do new this phone year. comes out every year. That's yeah. groundbreaking. Yeah. Whatever they do, they have that one. But earlier in the year, in June, end of May, they do WWDC. But it's a bunch of co- it's all the tech companies in the world. And they show off, you know, what they're working on, stuff like that. So this I got, one, I, 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 I have to watch that. So this one, they introduced the new iOS system, which is iOS 17, which is pretty much the same. I don't um, like this anymore. It's sort of cool. You can change um, people's like when people call you, you can like customize the photo that pops up and stuff like that I on your do phone. That now, yeah, but like it's different. You can only take a photo. Oh, now I can like when you call me. It'll say like Kyler Durham, and I can like make it to where your name pops up in a different font, and it like sort of sits behind you in the foreground. So you can, it's not anything too crazy. They did that. They did a new MacBook Air that's 15 inches, which they've never done before. They did a new chip. Um, and then those were the big three. And then Tim, Tim Cook hops on the stage and goes, One more thing. And then the, promo for this thing called apple vision pro pops up yeah i thought apple and instantly i was like what's the point of this because oculus even the playstation vita whatever it's called it it's all for gaming mm-hmm. apple's never been a gaming company they've mm-hmm. always been about productivity yeah. and usefulness software productivity exactly yeah. so i was like how what is what's the point of this started watching it and i went i get it what is it? I get it. So it's basically that, but it's I've never in my life seen anything this advanced. You know, um, Marquez Brownlee, the YouTuber, mm-hmm. MKBHD, mm-hmm. he said it's the closest thing to magic he's ever in the tech world that he's ever touched. Because so on the outside of it, it's a full rounded glass on the outside mm-hmm. of it. I think the thing has nine cameras on the outside has two cameras on each eye on Why the inside talking? i'm gonna pull it up because i I've, I've already seen it but i want to look at it again and uh i don't know so sum it up really it's a it's exactly what you think it's a computer for your face yeah so people i was talking to somebody about it the other day i was trying to when i was watching it i was like who's their demographic for this because the thing's 34.99 but watching Hold on, it, what? I was watching. So how much right, is it? Thirty four ninety nine. Three thousand. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, yeah. Holy Jesus! So I was watching it. So that over there, my, poor LeBron. My Oculus over there. When I bought it, I bought it new when the two came out. It was three hundred and ninety nine dollars, four hundred dollars. Okay, whatever. 
the meta quest to whatever the new one that they just put out not too long ago is like fifteen hundred dollars that's like the high end right now but all of them have controllers you have to have the controller in your hand to do you know to do stuff right yeah i was like how's apple going to make this competitive because they're having all they're doing all this stuff I'm watching videos of it while you're talking. Yeah. What was, in the world? What are you, Tony Stark? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's crazy? There's a part in their Jarvis in their, in their little video. <laughs> this girl does this. She looks at her Mac. She has it on. She looks at her MacBook, grabs the screen, throws it up, and starts editing photos in the air in front of her like this. Good job, Marvel. What I was like, done. I would use that. Imagine that. I put it on. I'm sitting here. I'm editing a wedding a wedding video. Because I just use the trackpad on here. I don't have a mouse and stuff. Yeah. I grab I my top. I, I grab the screen, throw it up in front of me. I can piece together clips with yeah. my fingers. That's so cool. But the Marquez Brownlee said it's the closest thing to magic he's ever done because, so on my Oculus, when I want to select an app, hmm. I have to have the controller and I have to use the joystick to do so it. You don't have to have it anymore. It tracks your eyes. And you're, you're going to look at your hands when you're... Not even that. So it, it pulls up all your, you know, familiar iPhone apps in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It pulls you up just, all the apps. You just do this. And it moves them. And it it's so... He said it's so precise. You can, like, read things and highlight stuff with words. It's so precise. He says the closest things to magic he's ever dealt with in the tech world. And I trust his... His judgment, because he's been doing tech coverage for... Getting some black... Some black uh, mirror... New season vibes. of Black Mirror comes out in four days. I'm getting some Black Mirror vibes from this. Um, this is this is cool though. I'm sitting here looking around. Right I was now. also confused. There's a part in there where this girl puts it on and she's on FaceTime. Well, the problem with FaceTime, it's not a problem. FaceTime, you know, you hold the phone like you're holding it now, right? Because it's using the camera from your phone. Yeah. To show you, just like the people you're on the phone with. This girl has one on her face and she's on FaceTime doing a presentation. And like over to the right, there's two people. Over to the right, there's like two people on she's on FaceTime with, and then to the left is her, all in the, like virtual reality, augmented reality, is her presentation, and she's going through it and like scrolling and stuff. And I'm like, well, how does how does that work? Because she has this giant thing on her face. This makes no sense. They just when you buy it, you hold it up, sort of like whenever you buy an, buy an iPhone, it scans your face or whatever. You hold it up like this, it creates a like 3D AI almost image of AI you. of you. And so it looks talk. like you're just on the phone. Wow. That's kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> I was watching it, and I was like, this is the craziest piece of technology I've ever seen. Available earlier next year. Yeah. Early next year, so 2024 in the U.S. Yep. That's crazy. I'm, bu- I'm buying one. 3400 bucks. I'm that's, buying one. That is absurd, though. See, that's I was confused about I was like, but then I thought about it. Their demographic isn't for the average consumer. Much like a lot of their... their things that they attach pro to the end of yeah so the iphone pro it's not for the average consumer it's you know has a apple m1 chip in it three pro three pro cameras it comes with more storage space it's meant for a lot of heavy usage my computer macbook pro it's meant for working yeah editing work doing everything they add pro to the end of it's not for the average consumer yeah just like their what is it, the AirPods Pro or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's not for the, your average, for just like calls. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that makes more sense. They're targeting these people that uh, I think one of the little things they showed. What if you're a housing developer? You're a house. You're a house architect. I'd be perfect for it. You take your 3D yeah. model, yeah, do it right throw in front it up, of your face, turn it like yeah. you're Tony Stark. Like you're Tony Stark, yeah. 
I was like, that's so that thing's so cool. You know what the first top story is for this written three hours ago by the Atlantic? What? The Vision Pro is the perfect gadget for the apocalypse. Yeah. Apple Vision Pro is an upcoming mixed reality headset developed by Apple Incorporated. It was announced on June 5th, 2023 at its 2023 Worldwide Developers Conference and is set to be available for purchase in early 2024 in the United States. It is Apple's first major product introduction since the Apple Watch in 2015. Yeah. Something's cheaper. Something cheaper is coming from Apple, reports say. Forget the Apple Vision Pro. The Vision Pro's biggest advantage isn't Apple software. Will there be a cheaper, cheaper Apple version? Yeah, it's. See, I'm conf- see. I then I thought about it and I was like, well, they just introduced a whole. This is the first, like it said, the first time they've introduced a new product since the Apple Watch. Yeah, it's been a while. Let's see how much. It's what priced. do you? I don't know what else they. You you just announced the biggest news. Probably in the past four years in the tech world. How do you top it at your own? Because the Apple the Apple event is always what they aim for to introduce new things. Yeah. How do you top that? You can't. Uh, they just show it again, probably. They're probably it's probably I mean it's, it's probably why it's coming out They'll early show next more year. Stuff, yeah. uh, they're probably still working on it, like battery life and stuff. Because I imagine something of that magnitude has uses At, crazy power. Oh yeah. Listen to this. Why why Apple Vision's Pro's $3,499 price makes more sense than you think. At $3,499, Apple's Vision costs more than three weeks' worth of pay for the average American, according to blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to go into detail, but... What I thought was cool... Makes more sense. If I have that on, right, my Oculus, you can't see my face. No. But I can see you if I turn it off, and it's this little, like, 380-megapixel image of you in black and white. Yeah. I can see, so if I'm watching a movie or whatever. You can see me the whole time. You walk into, so the screen on the outside, it's a screen. Yeah. It shows like this colorful thing. So you, if you walked up to me, you would know I was doing something on it. Yeah. But if you said something, so like, hey, Aaron or whatever, it rec- it'll recognize that someone else is in the room with me. It uses the cameras that face my eyes to make a model of my eyes. So it looks like I'm looking at you. Does it pause the movie and stuff, or like it just move? It, you just sort of pop up in the frame. That's pretty cool. So it's I keep a, you from getting robbed while you're watching your movie. It's a crazy piece of technology. That's the only thing with stuff like that that I ever. My only concern ever is if you're like watching this like in depth production, like you're watching a movie, movie, yeah. and you got surround sound in your head, and you're watching with these goggles. Somebody just break right into your house, and you wouldn't know. It's a it's a crazy crazy piece of technology. What That's got crazy. me, what made me go, I want one, is when I saw the woman take her image from her computer. And go, throw it in the air and do this. Yeah. It just she started tinkering in like she took the paintbrush tool in Photoshop and was touching up stuff like with her hands and stuff. I also like that that you don't have to have a controller; it tracks your hands. That's crazy. So I know why you want it. Everything is just I. You become Tony Stark. <laughs> no hype, hype beast culture. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> I do love. Uh, I'll never said, buy that shit. I'm a hipster. Someone said I do. I do love. Yeah, you, you new, like new like stuff, new tech and stuff like that. Well, I'm I, a hipster, apparently. I'm a big, so. I'm, I'm big on new tech. Yeah, I yeah. can watch tech videos yeah, all day. Hype beast. But speaking of tech, what we were talking well, about? Real fast, you're hype beast. You want your new cool progress? I'm not a hype beast. At I've all. got my Nintendo 64 at home. I knock it out. Play Donkey Kong all the time. I'm not a hype beast. Donkey at all. Kong 64. It's great. I'm not a hype beast at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You like what I wore? Yeah, nice little Houston jersey. You know like right? Stevie, it's the franchise. Good old Stevie. It's my man. This, this is one of my favorite players of all time. Steve Francis? Why? Steve Francis? What do you yeah, mean why? why? It's his his dominance was 1999 to about 2004 yeah. when he was really, really good. Yeah. I was 7, 8, 9, 10. I was about 3, 3 to yeah. 9. 
well, whenever you know we get a little bit older, we're about to talk about technology. So I go, yeah. ahead, you know, you start getting the hoop culture, ball is life, all that stuff that really is Instagram starts to take off in MySpace or MySpace first, MySpace and Instagram, and then you have Vine. Dude, Steve Francis was, I mean, the and one stuff, he would go out to yeah. events. Yeah. So, I mean, I had the and one okay. basketball game with Hot Sauce, Professor, just uh, Skip to My Lou, like all yeah. these guys. He would show up to those events, and he would play. Him and, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, not Austin. Uh, Austin Telfair, what was it? Uh, Sebastian Telfair? No. Uh, his last name was Austin, I think. Uh a A L S T O N was his last name. Oh, I have no clue. He then. was he was a he played for the Knicks, I think. Oh, I have no but idea. He he was him 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 Stephon Marbury and Steve Francis would go out to those Starberry. Yeah. They'd go out to those AM one <laughs> stuff all the time. Yeah. Okay. So I always I and then you play you play like the NBA street games. Yeah. He was on there. Yeah. Steve I get Francis. That. I, get I that. loved him. I the get dude that. was my high that was my Allen Iverson. I get that. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, technology. No, technology. Go ahead. Yeah. You said it's very strange how people grow up in technology. And don't get it. I so, was referencing Brittany, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that I, I agree. But at the same time, I disagree. Be, but not fully. I, dis- I, I, I disagree only to an extent. You mean make my point and then you can elaborate on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, yeah. I was born in 96. Brittany was born in 91. So she got five more years of I get to see the Super Nintendo, I get to see. I mean, I remember putting floppy disk in the computer on the box computers at school. And, I mean, doing that stuff, very basic. You go home, you're dial-up internet. A lot of people don't even know what dial-up internet is. Yep. You and me do that loud. Yep. Trying to connect. Yeah, I remember internet sp- speeds being taking five minutes to load one game on miniclips.com. Like, I remember. And I remember the home phone, the landlines. Like, we had a home phone. We didn't have a cell phone. And I've also seen oh, your, your speeds are insane. <laughs> and I also, oh yeah, it's like a business here. Your internet's insane. But I remember seeing, you know, you had my first phone was a Nokia slide when I was when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, your your upload speed's insane. Your download speed's insane. Um, but I so I, I pay for I pay for premium internet over so, here. So a person like Brittany, who's about to be thirty two years old, yep. you. You've seen, you've grown up going through school. You have your flip phone or your slide phone. Then you have your flip phone. You put a floppy disk in the computer. Then you've got modern computers. Then you have laptops. Then you have all these Apple watches. And you progress. You have all these new gaming consoles. Even if you don't play video games, you know about them. Yep. You progress with the technology. Yeah. She hasn't. See, like, she can't do anything on a computer. People, some, some and people, I don't get it. Some people don't. I, I get what you're saying, and I agree with that. But I'm, I also, and I'm, I'm not. I will profess. I'm not being rude about her. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people. My my dad's the exact opposite. My dad's about to be sixty. My dad runs a lot of software at his at his his job. He handles the wax system at his job. Yeah. That he had to learn how to do it. He. I mean, it's his job. You learn how to do yep. it, or go find a new job. Go go flip burgers. And he learned how to do it. Yeah. And it's very in depth. Yeah. So if a sixty year old man, almost sixty, who's in his mid forties at the time, can, can do figure it, yeah. this out. A very very in depth software. You can figure out how to change your F characters at the top to make them copy and paste. You can yeah. figure out how to. You can you know learn how to do things on your phone. I mean, she can't. Like, and I don't know. I'm not trying to be rude. Yeah. I don't know if it's a. Like I said on the phone, I don't want to learn. Yeah. I'm don't have the intellect to process all of this and learn. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But she can. I'm not trying to be I rude at all. Some, I she think cannot figure it out. Some people just are technologically. Stupid. We're taught it. <laughs> Can I say that in 2023? You can't. But go ahead. Uh, I said it on the phone. But <laughs> I think I don't know. I because I I 
I get it. So I think a majority of the reason of that is because one, she is a little bit older. She's thirty one. Exactly. That's prime age to know yeah. all this stuff. See, you would think so. But I think it's I think it it's a mixture of when that sort of when technology sort of started to advance, just like when just like new new Apple phones and stuff like that, prices get prices get more and more expensive. Yeah, they're stupid. So it's not for you know not everyone has the capital capital to get to it you know right when it comes out so they have time to adequately learn it. That's on, a good you point. Know. I, I hadn't thought about that. But also economic factors. But also it's just technology advanced so fast. Some people, it takes, you know, not people, it sounds like I'm aiming you towards people. certain people. Yeah. No, but it, mean you it, people? Certain, certain things, technology in the past 2023, iPhone came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. If you think about the first iPhone, it was a phone that was about three centimeters thick. Mm-hmm. I was thick as hell. Battery life lasted five hours. Mm-hmm. It had three, it had a three inch screen on it. No camera. I had one camera on the back. Yeah. Had a button and you couldn't. It had no app store. You couldn't do anything on it. It was just a phone that had a touch screen. Yeah, that was revolutionary for yeah. the time. The BlackBerry and exactly. all that stuff. Yeah, it made the BlackBerry go away because yeah. of the whole touch screen thing. Fast forward, not even you. Fast forward ten years, which isn't that long. We have iPhones that have a six inch screen that have no buttons, have four K four. You know, just a so Nasty many cameras. so many things on it. Yeah. Technology has advanced so fast that if you don't, you know, if you're not either into the tech world, like, you know, you, you don't find that stuff, even if you don't find it minorly interesting, which most people I know find that stuff interesting. Like, yeah. the, like you watch the Apple Vision Pro thing, you had no idea about it, but you watched it. Like, I've oh, seen it. I've seen it, yeah, exactly. but I haven't seen a trailer you or anything. You watched a little bit of it, and you're like, whoa, that's, that's, that's sort of cool. Yeah, that's, exactly. You yeah. have some sort of interest in technology. You might not go out and try to buy it. Yeah. But you know about it, and you'll you learn about it. I'm informed. You, exactly. Yeah. When people don't have the because desire. things the desire to to want this stuff, and it's it's changing so fast that whenever you do get the desire to oh yeah I'm gonna get this, you're already basically five years behind at that point. But you have to use it. The way that yeah the way world the world goes now it. you have to use it. Yeah. My, my example to you that makes sense. Me, my brother, and my sister in law. We taught my grandma how to text over time. My grandma's 79. She went 50 years, over 50 years, closer to 60 years, on, uh, closer to 63 years before cell phones became, like, before Apple and before. Yeah. She didn't have a cell phone until, like, I think I was a sophomore in high school or maybe a junior in high school. It was, like, 2013 when she got her first cell phone. Yeah. So she's had a phone for maybe 10 years. Yeah. She went 60 years without one. Yep. She went 60. She went another 45 years of her life without even knowing what it, not, no one even knows what a computer is because it does not exist. Yep. I understand the, my, my dad, phones came out when he was 30. Yeah. He didn't have a cell phone. We had, we still had a landline. Yep. Now everybody, now that thing ringing back there, annoying the hell out of us. Yep. That doesn't even exist in most homes at all. That's no. a, that is the minority. Yep. Nobody has home phones anymore. I agree. Everyone has a cell phone. Yep. You and I don't know any different. Um, we we do. You and I and Brittany are lucky enough to grow up where we don't have those things. Well, see, you don't have cell phones. Brittany was born in ninety one. Mm-hmm. So that means so that means I don't know. It's weird. There's a that time period 
but you grow up seeing all of it progress and you don't have a choice. You have to use it. See, so but, how do you not understand? That's my part. That's a, is how the, you not get it. The, that, those five to six years of, ni- I say 1990 to 96, giant technology advances happened those years. Yeah. Not anything crazy, but big enough. But then multiply that by 50. 50. That's what's happened over the last 20 years. Exactly. So, Brittany grew up with the run of the mill basic, like Nokia brick phones, stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Computers that had this giant ass hanging off the back of it but, and stuff like that. But when she was in high school, the computers were changing. The phones were changing. Mean, she graduated in 09. That's what I'm saying. iPhone's three years old. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They were in the process of changing by the time she became a high school student in the years where you're pretty much already you're not set in your ways yet but you know you sort of know what you want to be or what you're going to do yeah. you have an idea of it me and you grew up in a time that's why kids now are just you know you have the four-year-olds that know how to they have iPads shepherd knows and, how to use his tablet exactly that's what no. i'm saying yeah so the technological brain that sort of you know that attracts to that stuff is completely different because of the, that couple year time difference. The couple year time difference. I guess. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's, I think if you're 50 and older, I know a couple, you have a pass. I know somebody who's she, she says she's technologically challenged all the time. Yeah. Um. I don't think she is. Just don't I do personally it. don't. She just she says she is. That's what I think fine. about. That's what I think about about Brittany. She just doesn't want to learn. It's like I don't really care. I don't think she doesn't want to learn it. She doesn't this girl. Care enough this, to learn. The girl I know. She's in. I think it's called a Wacom, a Wacom, W A C O M. She's an artist, and she uses she does digital like digital art stuff. She like uses this thing. Then she has to be technologically advanced. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think she just says it to be funny. Says an oxymoron. <laughs> I think it's or maybe she she's a moron. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, techno people that are technologically disabled. I think if you're 50 and up, I'll give you a pass. If you're 49 and younger, you need to know how to use a freaking computer. You need—I mean, she can use computer. I'm, 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 I make her sound worse than she is. It's just she always needs my help with technological things. Yeah. And I mean, even my dad's like—I've shown her a hundred times my dad's sound system. It's so simple to use. Yeah. She just wants to turn up the volume on the actual TV. Well, he's got this really nice surround sound yeah. system. All you do is click one button, and it yeah. changes stuff. And it, see, I think there's a—it's there's, a, there's a weird blend of technology. So your dad's surround system, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, it's, I don't want to even say it's a modern thing because it's advanced it's so much, but in comparison, so like everything I have here is all wireless, basically. Yeah. It's all, but I also have, I'm a big Apple guy. Like yeah. I have this, my phone, my Apple TV in there, my home pod in there. It's all cohesive. It all works together. Everything I have works together. So... In comparison, if I was over at your dad's house and, you know, to turn up the volume and stuff like that, it wouldn't be second nature to me. I would know how to do it just because I'm super tech savvy, though. I, my dad's a my dad's a computer guy. It's just a surround sound system. Yeah, I know. But in comparison, like right now, if I wanted to, I'd hold the, the power button on my phone and say, hey, play this on Aaron's bedroom turn up sound bar to this and it'll play it all and it'll just play it but i've also that's what i'm used to now it's just cohesiveness you're making my point technology is getting easier it is why is it hard (laughs) it's getting easier but at the same time like you're talking about the copy and paste thing oh about the uh, about the guy on shark tank Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 
I think it's just that stuff's going away. I think in like five years, the whole the whole paper system of copy and pasting, printing and stuff, what, is, is will be gone. What this guy took to Shark Tank is I thought I was going, but it's weird though because in I bought a I'm a little upset because I lost it actually. <laughs> I bought a camera months ago. It's a film camera. Mm-hmm. You had to I had to buy film for it. Oh, that's and pretty cool. Get it actually. developed and everything. That's cool. Actually, that was so foreign to me because mm-hmm. I you know I digital everything. I have that camera right there. It's a digital camera. Yeah. There's no mirrors in it. I yeah. take it. I take the SD card out. I plug it into my laptop. It's right there. That film camera, I had to teach myself how to load a thing of film, scroll it to get it to half frame. Then I had to learn where to go to get it, what's it called, um, uh, developed and stuff like that. I don't understand how people used to do that all the time. That's what they did. I don't get it. But the the popularity of that film style look is very popular right mm-hmm. now. That old kind of developed film. Yeah, it's, grain, that grainy element. Yeah. Um, Man, when I'm I play that. Because I bought that camera. Mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> You lost it immediately. Not, not immediately. I used it for a while. Um, but I just uh, took it to the photo shoot with me. And I left it in the back in my backpack, and I left it outside of the building. Had, oh, <laughs> and it was gone. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I got all the way back here, and then I realized it. Was, I was like, "Oh man, I left it." Called the dude the next day, and it's I gone. asked him if the backpack was there. He said it was gone. And I was like, "Damn." He probably took it. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't be. I had a. I had three rolls of unused film, a film camera, and a like a Polaroid camera from like '91 that I looked up. Things worth like four hundred dollars. Mm. <laughs> Kicking the nuts, you know the whole grainy style that you know oh, it's coming back. You know people like it. I play two K. I play the Jordan challenges. I turn that air filter off. Yeah, or it makes it, it, or it makes it look eighties grainy. When it Hell comes no. when it comes to stuff like that, yeah, no one really wants that stuff. Hell but the no. um, the photo video world is super. I want to get a super eight camera really bad. I don't know what that is. It's, uh, what they used to it had like a it's like a box it looked like a cassette tape mm. like a VH like a VHS yeah, yeah. cassette. I know what that is. Yeah, and, but you had a stick to the bottom of it and you have to like roll oh it. yeah yeah I want one of like, those like what um like what Jack Black uses yeah, on yeah, King yeah. Kong Peter yeah. Jackson's yeah he I want yeah. one of those those are cool. that'd be kind of cool one, I want one of those it's a pain in the butt they're super expensive right now yeah because they're, they're coming back. thousands of dollars I'm not they're thousands what's well, like of the inline P shorts they're coming back. The short shorts, <laughs> the style. Oh, yeah, I think back. style is. I think fashion is very funny. I think I the make mullet. The, I make the. I don't get that. One. Never look good, but it's coming back. I make the joke all the time at the gym. You can tell how old a basketball player is by the length of their shorts. Yep. Like so, like Willie and all of them, they grew up in the late '90s, early 2000s, and they they didn't Long grow up. But shorts. you know, shorts that went well past their the knees. ball. The ball grazes their shorts. Yeah, when they cross well, over. Yeah. because AI and all of them made the baggy, yep. baggy yep. shorts super yep. popular. You fast forward, you know. Steve Francis, Steve Marbury. Exactly. Exactly. You fast forward some years, five, ten years, that 2005 to 2010, Hmm. 2012 era, shorts are like right at the knee. That's where mine are all the time. But now. They're back up Larry Bird style. super high. Like kids will like roll their shorts up super high, Mm -hmm. which I, I, when I first, when it first became like a thing, I was like, that's. That's a little strange. Yeah, I don't like it. But now I get it. I understand because I play in like I play in my in my MP athletic shorts all the time. I like it. Look how hold you, on. it feels so much more free. I'm about to say, look how short these shorts are. The I'm, I'm not saying this to be funny. It's the only picture I have of me in them. It's me getting this last bucket on Garrett. When we played. Look how short those shorts are. They're above my knee. Mm-hmm. Also, that's a that's a game right there. By the way, ew. <laughs> 
I just think it's I think it's funny. Also, oh, I'm gonna show you something real quick. You'll be the second person I'm putting the clamps on him. You'll be the second person to see this. Who's the first? I. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm the second person. Second person. Um, oh, while this is while Aaron's going to get that, it's just me here. Um, this will come out in a day or so. Uh, we're, we're recording this on Monday. What is this? The twelfth. Monday, June twelfth, the NBA Finals game five is tonight. Uh, Nuggets Heat, and uh, just my prediction: I think the Nuggets go ahead and wrap it up tonight. What is this? That's that old film. Yeah, that's yeah, freaking that's cool. Is, yeah. That's cool. I don't know why I'll never need these. But. Yeah, that's cool. I thought you had something else on your head. That's why I looked up at you like that. No, I was no, like, no. what's he wearing? I'm about to show you the second person to see this. Uh, the other person, the other person that's seen it, uh, she has one already. What? Wow. I'm him. <laughs> I'm him. This is the uh, NYMP Summer Shirt Part 2. Comes out um, August 15th. No, it's in July. I'm putting it in my calendar. Uno momento. Because I haven't said this on a podcast yet. Um, Let me get this way while you're doing that. Yeah. I'll say it at the end, but I'll say it. I'll reiterate it at the end of the podcast, obviously. July 17th is when the the uh, this will come out. So, this is the NYMP summer shirt, the second part of the summer drop. I have the first one on right now. Yeah. This is NYMP on the front, on the back. It says, this summer we're listening to Night Normal Podcast. Yeah, and a nice little, like, wavy font, you know. This is the part two. On the front. Oh, okay. night, you know, nice little Night Normal Podcast. Nothing on the back. It's empty. But. I saw the bottom. Around yeah. the side. I like that. Big font, NYMP, with some nice little butterflies like on that. it. Yeah. Make that your logo, the butterflies. I like that. So, yeah, that'll be the uh, that'll be part two. Have you, like I said, I haven't. I still have to get some in. Have you? This is off, off topic. I also ordered something really cool, and I got you one. You're gonna, I got you two things, actually. What? Yeah. Real fast. It, they take, I think they take a while to get here, though. But oh. It's oh, a, they're not here? Not yet, oh, I thought no. they're here. I was like, Whoa. I ordered ten. Ordered ten of them, five of each kind. It's a NYMP basketball. No, that'd be cool. <laughs> no, an NYMP jersey. Oh, might say Doctor Dazzle on it. No, that'd it be is, gross. Because it twenty one says Kyler on the back. Um, yeah, it says okay. twenty. It's it's a black jersey. Imagine the jersey you have on, right? Yeah, black base. Okay, with the red the red cuffings on the side and uh-huh. the collar, pink. I would like say a baby pink. pink. Yep, yep. pink. Where it, says Houston, where it says Houston, NYMP, a nice little cursive font. Mm-hmm. The shirt, uh, the jersey itself has like baby pink like and white pinstripes across it. NYMP, Kyler on the back. Everyone that I got has a certain own, thing. I like that's cool. And a baseball jersey. Ew, I like the baseball jersey. Not pinstripes, just a pull, not a pullover. One. A button up. A button. Up. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot actually. Yeah. Button up. I like that's cool. Found a website that does like custom jerseys, and it's not not like a nice not not, not a little like cheap jersey. What's, no, it's like that. Like Stit- nice stitched, stitched on, on and everything. Dang. Yeah. What, what, what happened to the? Uh, I just noticed. That's why I'm looking around the room. What happened to the thing that Brittany got? It's somewhere in here. I use it. Why do you use it? I never use it. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take it back if you don't use it. Use <laughs> I, it. I use it every now. It's and nice. Then. I like. It. I think it's cool. Yeah, she got that for me, and I was like, I'm not gonna. You know, whenever I was branching out, I was like, I'm not gonna be using this for anything, and it's got the podcast name on it. Why would I not give that to you? Yeah. Like, why would I not do that? Um. 
what was I going to say? I had something right. Uh, I don't remember. Um, where where are we at? About 52 minutes, 53 minutes? Yeah. Where at? 52. 52. Wow, I'm good. <laughs> I can't even see that. It's just a guess. We got enough time if you want to briefly talk about it, and we don't have to. Uh, what? Zion. We don't have to. Good old Zion. We don't have to. We can talk about something else. That, Big Face Coffee. Yeah, talk about Big Face Coffee instead. That's a better topic than yeah, Big Face Coffee. Zion. Yeah, I think I talked about it a little bit on one of the other episodes, but Big Face Coffee started by Jimmy Butler in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the name Big Face comes from the nickname of one hundred dollar bills, Big Face, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Big Faces. He was charging all these NBA players a hundred dollars a cup of coffee that's because that's all they had, uh, and he turned it into a, a decently lucrative business as of right now. It's obviously, still in the beginning stages. Really, it's only Toddler been around for a couple of years. But, um, yeah, I ordered some. This one's a La Paz. I don't – Colombian washed bean. That's a good last topic for us, actually. Black tea, floral, and orange are the notes. It's so. a good last topic for us. I was talking with uh, with uh, this uh, girl I know, and she sort of – me and her were talking about it, and I told her I was going to buy some. So, And then I realized it comes in whole bean, and I was like, this is actually sort of funny. I don't have a coffee grinder. I don't have something to grind beans up. Yeah. But I used to work at Starbucks. They do have a thing where you can grind coffee beans. So uh, when it came in the other day, I was like, oh, I need to go get this ground so um, me and this girl can try it because she's sort of the one that sort of convinced me to buy it. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. I wa- walked inside and I was like, hey. I need you to, I'm not going to say this person's name because I definitely broke the rules. Um, I was like, hey, I need you to grind this this coffee for me. And she goes, we can't. Yes, hell, you can. Why? She goes, we can't grind anything other than Starbucks coffee. And I went, well, that's fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I don't know. Do you not have a coffee grinder? No, I don't have a fucking coffee grinder. My 90. So I jokingly said, can you really not grind this? And she goes, I'll go ask. Uh, manager so-and-so. and uh, manager looked at me. Obviously, I know them all. She's like, "We can't, we can't grind it." And I was like, "I looked at her. And went, I'm gonna buy a bag of coffee. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna pour your beans out in the grass. I'm gonna fill it up with these. Bring I'm gonna back come in. back inside and say, hey, can you grind this for me?'" They did. And she goes, "You can't do that." And I went, "All right." So whenever they turned their back, I bought a bag of coffee, went outside, <laughs> poured the out. beans on the ground. <laughs> Filled mine up, filled them up with the La Paz beans, resealed it, took it to the girl working the front counter, and said, "Hey, can you grind this? I thought I, you know, I just needed ground on a pour over real quick." She opens it up, grinds it, went back outside, poured it back in the big face bag. I was good to go. You broke the law. What are they gonna do? <laughs> what I want mad at me? No. What I want to ask you is, what are they gonna do fire me? <laughs> fire you from a job you don't have? Um, Take my black apron away? You, you can't. It says my name on it. <laughs> Says my name. We're gonna I'm a dump, coffee, I'm a coffee master forever and you, always. You 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 worked at Starbucks. It's I did. on on record. Yep. Love coffee. I'm a big coffee person. Brittany drinks a cup of coffee every morning. Yep. My dad and I. The only reason I ever drink a cup of coffee is because Brittany will make me. And I mean, it's like once every two or three months. She'll make me a cup of coffee and she doctors it up for me real good. And it's not coffee. Yeah. I do not. And we talked about this a minute ago before we started recording. I do not understand. Enlighten me what the deal is. I think Old people love coffee, young people love coffee. Then you have people like me who is like, 
I mean, it's fine. I'll go get a white bean. What, what do I get? Uh, a vanilla bean frappuccino. A vanilla yeah. bean frapp, which is for children. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I just I don't I don't like the taste of coffee. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't mind the smell of coffee. Coffee smells great. It does smell. It tastes it tastes terrible. Really good. It tastes terrible, and it's not good for you. I think. Why do people drink coffee? I think it's in the same realm of, uh, like, specialty like bourbons and wines and stuff. Yeah, it's sense. in the same realm of that. Obviously, not the same, but it's very, very. The more close. shittier it tastes, the more expensive it is for some yeah, reason. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very close. Which is in like, like Lamar's cologne. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in the same realm of. I'm not a giant whiskey or bourbon person. I'm not. My dad is. But I also understand the why a bottle of Jack Daniels is twenty dollars in this bottle of. Top shelf international. Something, something crazy is 150. I get it. The, there's a story. There's a, a process behind it to where it, you know, how it got this way. Yeah. Aged in the barrel. All exactly. That stuff. Yeah. The barrel. You know, they drain the wood from the barrel, so you get like this barrel aged from yeah. the wood. From the wood taste. Yeah. Exactly. Grainy. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that's pretty much the reason I'm into coffee is because. One, I worked at Starbucks, so yeah. I was around it all the time. Yeah, that makes sense. That yours I, makes sense. I also had to. Had to, we had to do coffee tastings as training stuff, yeah. but whenever I became a coffee master, I have I think I still have the book in somewhere in my room in the, over there. Um, it's all these like specialty coffees that Starbucks rarely has, and I had to learn it all. And you just learn about why the why this bean is grown here, what's different about the soil here, what type of flavors does this soil give it? Why is it washed four times opposed to one time? Why is it better to make it in a pour over or a French press opposed to a normal coffee maker? That's a lot. So I just learned all that stuff. It's that that like that whole process is very interesting to me. Just the way same way people that love like LeBron loves wine. Why he buys or tacos. Super, yeah, or in tacos. Uh why he buys this crazy expensive wine. Well, he's also a billionaire. Mm-hmm. But why he's so into it, it's the I think it's I think it goes with any like subcultured yeah little minuscule like you know very small like community of people which isn't small there's millions no, of people it's, I, mean, exactly. I mean go to any starbucks the line it's millions of people but in retrospect to the rest of the world like uh for example sneaker culture me and colton are very into sneaker stuff yeah some people just don't get it british people they drink tea why See, yeah, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural. I guess you know, like I just this, like this. For example, the sneaker community. Me and Colton are very big into it. Not so much just because we want to buy the shoe, but I also appreciate. I'm not a Jordan fan at all. I didn't grow up watching him play. I'm a Kobe guy. Yeah, but I understand that what Michael Jordan did for the game of basketball. I know that he jumped from the free throw line in the Jordan threes, and that's why it's called like you know whatever colorway yeah. that the story behind it's interesting yeah. how why it is that way is interesting well, I mean, you know i appreciate so, shoes so the coffee you know the yeah, coffee, same thing same thing yeah speaking of shoes peak bruce brown's kicks tonight he wears them every game yeah the grinches yeah, yeah they're gross Somewhere i love them they're gross oh that's the nastiest only, pair of shoes. The only basketball shoe i ever wear grinch in the christmas days i love those those are pretty all i wear is kobe's well in the words of kanye smelling like shit that's the new fragrance <laughs> how I feel about coffee. It's like, ugh. I, I just... This, it, one, this one smells... Take, take a whiff of I that. Just, I mean, it smells good. I'm going to That one smells smell very, go, that one smells smells very good. good. It does smell pretty good. Yep. I just... Also, the packaging on this is Yeah, it's very immaculate. That's, that's what I was kind of saying was it's so expensive because of the presentation. Yeah. But I just don't understand the... I ordered the other two flavors he has. Really? Yeah. Might as well, right? Yeah, I just I also don't, ordered a mug. A I just don't mug. get those are cool. I, I, his logo is cool. 
I just don't understand the. I'm gonna drive to work and I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna spend eight dollars on a cup of coffee. I don't get it. I never get it. Make coffee at home, like yep. Brittany. I, I I get that. I guess. I don't. That part I I understand what you mean on that part. So I don't get it. What's the okay? So. I'll say this and I'll get off this. Because there's certain people that I re- vividly remember seeing them three times a day. They would stop in before work. Lunch. Lunch on and on home. the way home. They're spending 20, 30 bucks a day on coffee. Yeah. That's absurd. I don't get it. That's a month Because I know, I know what Starbucks coffee is. There's nothing special about the average. The, like we have, there's certain beans that like Starbucks has, but we don't make them. We They don't make them on hand all the time. Yeah. You have to buy them in a bag. And you have to go home and make it yourself. That stuff, like if you buy a bag of coffee from Starbucks, like one of their other ones that they don't keep on hand all the time, it's fine. Yeah. But their run-of-the-mill blonde, dark roast, and medium roast is Sumatra, which is the dark. Blonde roast is just blonde. Pike's Place is the medium. And it's the same almost anywhere. Basically, yeah. Every Starbucks is going to make that on hand all the time. There's nothing special about it. It's a it's more basic than a cup of fucking Folgers. There's nothing special about it at all. Folders. So I have a Folgers cup filled with uh, bolts and nuts and stuff at home. Nice. <laughs> That's what they're used for now. <laughs> now I just, I'll say this and I'll leave this topic alone. I just, I don't understand the, like I said, you're going to go spend $7, $8 a morning and you're going to sit in the long line and you're going to wait for something that tastes like shit that, oh. that the, I mean, caffeine's not... <laughs> How do I say this? I just drink a Pepsi. I can't say anything. I drink soda. I can't say anything about that. But caffeine's bad. Yeah. Caffeine's one of the worst drugs. That, uh, worst drugs. It's a drug. It's one of the worst products you can put in your body mm-hmm. is caffeine. It's like super addictive. GMOs, like preservatives, are better for your body than caffeine is. Super addictive. Very addictive. It's one of the most addictive chemicals in the world. That and, well, nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> nicotine and, and caffeine. But I don't understand. Heroin. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's here's here, here here was my point. Here's my point. When I say this, you as well as other listeners back, like, this dude's insane. It's how I view it. If you're gonna dose yourself up with caffeine at seven in the morning, yep. What is the difference? Because there's not. There's not. When I say it, you'll go, wow, there is a difference. There's not. What's the difference in you drinking a cup of coffee in the morning to get your buzz and to gotta get fired up for the morning? I'm gonna yeah. drink this thing filled with caffeine. I'm gonna throw all this sugar and all this cream and shit in it. I'm gonna make it super sugary and super fattening and super caffeine and just very very disgusting and unhealthy for yep. me what's the difference in you doing that and me walking over and pouring myself a shot at 7 a.m and knocking it down nothing nothing that the, shot's the, actually better for you everything that you <laughs> said i agree with but i also disagree with because it depends on the person mm. and it's more so like you said old people love coffee oh my grandma always has a pot why do they love coffee what does caffeine do it gives you energy yeah certain people depending on their their lifestyle and their healthy in their health lifestyles aren't that like so for men testosterone's a really big thing on giving you energy yeah more so now than ever men have like super low testosterone, low testosterone levels yeah. that's why you see a bunch of 40 year old dudes at Starbucks all the time getting a, just a black cup of coffee just to get them through the day did I don't have say, did you say four year old 40 oh they said four no, 40 year old <laughs> Just to get them through the day because it gives them that little boost of energy they need. Yeah, we're in the simp era. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that problem. I'm up super early and I go to bed super late. Yeah. I've never had a problem with energy a day in my life. When I wake up, there is no. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep for 30 more minutes. No, I'm just up. Testosterone filled young man. <laughs> I'm just up. So I don't drink. I don't drink coffee for the caffeine. In all honesty, I don't feel a thing. 
Yeah. When I drink a cup of coffee, I can. I don't either. I can go to Starbucks and get a. I can get a quad espresso, which is straight, basically straight caffeine. Yeah. It will have no effect on me whatsoever. Well, it's because you've dumbed it down over the years. I mean, maybe. Yeah, you've dumbed it down. If you drink coffee all the time, yeah, it's going to take more. It's like it's like nicotine. Oh I, yeah, that's true. It takes more and more and more. It's but like, even before it's like that, a drug. Even before that, I've just I've always been I've just been up. Yeah. I'm just an a, an up individual. I don't know. So I I drink my coffee more so for the taste of it. Yeah. Which is an acquired taste for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, but I also like my coffee in 100 different ways. If I wanted to, I like. If I wanted to, I can go in there and make a pour over. I'd probably drink this one black, to be honest, Ugh. just to see. Just to, I don't drink my coffee like that all the time. We'll see how but awful when this I try can something, taste. When I try something new like this, yeah, I'll drink it black the first time I ever drink it, so I can, you know, if I, I want to see if I can taste the orange notes that it says it has in it. I want to see, you know, I want to taste that stuff. I want to see if I can taste it. Yeah. My my point is. If you wake up at 6.30 in the morning or 6 a.m. and you have a cup of coffee, it's normal. It's fine. It's filled with caffeine, sugars, all sorts of crap. Yep. That's worse for you to start your morning than probably anything else. I'd rather people just start – if you're just starting your day off with a cup of coffee, just a black cup of coffee, do mm. that. Yeah. Don't go to Starbucks and get yeah, a yeah, caramel yeah, frappuccino that has very hardly any coffee in it whatsoever. It has a couple of pumps of, like, frap roast, which is basically just watered-down espresso. But the majority yeah. of that is sugar, sugar – Milk and ice. Caffeine and sugar. That's all it is. Well, if 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 you're going to wake up and drink coffee, and that's normal, and that's a perfect part way to start your day. I don't even drink coffee in the morning. Yeah. I had, I the other night I made, I have another coffee in there that I bought like years ago. I made it at like 9 o'clock at night the other night just because I wanted to test out that French press. That, not the French press, the um, pour over I bought. Yeah. Pour over was super expensive. Pour over was nasty. It's pretty cool. I sound like I have a problem. <laughs> I look like a chemist. Yeah, you look like a chemist. You look like Walter White in your kitchen. They're making meth. No, I, I sound like an alcoholic. I really don't drink hardly at all. But, like, when I say at all, I mean hardly at all. I do enjoy a good twisted tea. I do like twisted tea. They're nice. But I, I drink Crown Apple. I don't drink it, yeah. though, very often. I bought a bottle. First bottle I've had in, like, three months. Yeah. And I didn't even get to drink it. The roommate, Dylan, messaged me, and he was like, hey, uh, you got a cup there. You, you, you have some bo- you have a bottle I could borrow. I'll pay you back. I've got a, but friends over. I was like, yeah, you just take it. And he's yeah. like, there's half the bottle left if you want it. I was like, nah, you keep it. And you know, I'll buy you another one. I'm not going to drink it anyway. But no, if you wake up and drink your coffee, it's normal. I drink up. I wake up and I, I don't do this. Yeah. I'm just for for a story, yeah. for the point. I wake up and I drink a, I don't know. Nice. I have a water and I take a shot of Crown. Yeah. I have to go to an AA meeting. <laughs> like this is the lesser of the evils, but it's the one that I'm not condoning. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not promoting alcohol at all. <laughs> I'm just saying this one's got caffeine and sugars and all sorts of nasty crap in it that's going to affect me all day. This thing's going to be out of my system in an hour. Like yep. come on. Like I, but I'm, don't drink in the morning. If you wake up and drink at 7 a.m., you need help. That's pretty bad. I agree. But, I 100 percent agree. I, I'm just not a coffee guy. I've never have been. I never will be. Brittany loves coffee. It's, I just I, you love coffee. It's I fine. Like coffee. I just don't like it. I think uh, coffee's cool. I like the um, the coffee is super expensive too. A little eight ounce bag of coffee, like forty dollars. You know what? If I was a hipster like y'all say, I'd love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love coffee because it's effing gross. Because I have taste buds. But all right. I normally drink my coffee. If I if I were to go in there right now and make this, I would try it. I'd pour a little bit out. Try it black, just to see it. But normally, I go coffee, a little bit, a little bit of almond milk or oat milk, depending on whatever I have, and that's about it. I don't like super sweet. Co- I don't like sweet coffee. Have you seen the movie Airplane? 
No. Little kid, proper white kid, all dressed nice, and a little white, little white girl on the plane. She's all in her little dress. And he, yeah. Can I get you some coffee, young lady? She goes, sure, absolutely. He's like trying to like flirt with her, but high class. Yeah. And he says, how do you take it? She goes, I take my coffee like black how, like my men. Yeah, I have seen <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Snapchat. I've seen that clip. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat, Coward Room 21. Uh, yeah, uh, same. Uh, <laughs> find find Aaron on Snapchat at Coward Room no, 21. Um, if you feel the need to add me on Snapchat, you can. I don't wouldn't recommend me. it. I haven't been. I don't really talk to much people, that many people anymore. Yeah, um, don't add me either. I've gotten older. You know, I've changed my ways. But you can. Uh, follow the podcast Instagram at Nine Normal Podcast. You can follow the podcast clothing Instagram at NYMP underscore clothing. And you can go to NYMPshop.com. Can't buy anything right now. I think I have shorts in stock still, maybe, somewhere. I don't know. Um, those are my shorts. I'm copying a pair. I'm leaving a pair. You don't have, I don't have any. Not with me. I'll wear a whatever. I don't care. Okay. Anyway, you can go to NYMPshop.com. I'll tie the waistband. Uh I just set it up before we started recording, so you can do some pre-order stuff. Um, out of bucket hats, out of summer shirts, out of NYMP athletic shirts. All I have left, I think I have like five pairs of shorts left somewhere. I don't think they're here, though. I don't More know. orders coming soon. Uh, yeah. Um, but if you feel the need when you get on that shop to do the pre-order for the NYMP Summer Drop Part 2, which will be out on July 17th, the day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be, yeah, just send me your money. And I'll give you some stuff in return. That's my birthday send exchange. Me my uh, send me your money. Use the 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 nice, I, t- I told, uh, told somebody I was going to use this discount code. Uh, use the discount code APOLLO for 15% off NYMP Summer Part 2. Apollo. You can do pre-orders right now. Um, so, yeah, 15% off. Code Apollo. Because you're going to the moon? Nah. There's a there's a reason behind that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get out of here. Yeah, you. there's a reason. There's a reason behind that. Last week, the code was Shiva. I saw that. Yeah. This week, the code is Apollo. So, I'll leave the story to, to Up mystery. for interpretation. Yeah. Next next week, make the code Shiba. <laughs> Shiba? S-H-I-B-A. Shiba new. All right. Well, you got anything? No, that's all I got. I'm going to go get some food and then go to the gym. Go hoop and lift. I got something. What's that? I'm going to go home, watch Bruce Brown ball out in the, in, the, uh, in the Grinches. Yeah. Get on my 34.99 Oculus, uh, Oculus, God, Apple Pro Vision on my head, Vision Pro wait. on, my, on my head, drinking my Big Face coffee, and yep. I'm going to be putting on Lamar's <laughs> fragrance because it's smelling like shit. That's a new fragrance. That's all I got. <laughs>